Hi guys, um, so welcome back to another episode of Higurashi, When They Cry. I was out of it and couldn't bring myself to do anything until dinner except stare blankly into space. Was I terrified of Raina going off on me? No, that's not right. That was someone else who only looked like Raina. Then, who could it have been? It was a dreadful feeling. Knowing that that was someone else, not Raina, so tomorrow I shouldn't have a problem talking to Raina like I usually do. That thought was strangely comforting. I concluded that I should just calm down and clear my head. Though... Those thoughts continued swirling around my mind. Finally, I returned to my senses as I heard my mother calling out to me from the bottom of my steps. KG, it's a call from the bookstore. Bookstore? I can't think of why they'd be calling me. I went downstairs and picked up the receiver anyway. My apologies for calling so late at night. It's me, Oishi of the Okinawa Miya Bookshop. Sorry. (laughs) Oishi-san. Oh, it's Oishi-san. Sorry. Since your parents picked up, I said I was from the bookstore. It puts people laugh when I say I'm a police officer. Oishi-san was, in his own way, rather courteous. Even so, I didn't want my parents hearing me talk to the police. I brought the cordless phone with me as I dashed back to my room on the second floor. Sorry for calling so late. That phone number on the piece of paper I gave you yesterday was the old number. My apologies. Can you copy down the number I'm about to give you? Ah, yeah. Um, okay. He gave me the number for his direct line as I wrote it down. I thought that was the end of it, but he began making pointless small talk and it was pretty hard to hang up. So, how has it been, my Vara son? Did anything strange happen recently? I see. This was the real reason. He really beat around the bush there. His adult conversational skills left me slack-jawed. Are you from around here, Oishi-san? Yeah, I am. Born and raised in Okinomiya. If he's from around here, he might know. Um, Oishi-san... Do you know what this Onikakushi thing is about? Hmm. I believe that's when somebody suddenly vanishes because they've been abducted by a demon. It's a special saying from around here. It has the same meaning as spirited away like everyone else says. Whereas my friends would say they didn't know when I asked, this older man gave me a direct answer. It made me a bit happy that he answered me directly without trying to hide anything. Hinamizawa was, um, not sure if I should tell you this, my son. Don't try to play this off. If you're not going to talk, then I'm not going to tell you anything. Ah, no, no. That's not what I meant. It's just, it may make you feel bad. You see, long ago, Hinamizawa was feared as the village where demons reside. Demons? By demons, you mean those pitchfork carrying things in hell? Hmm, more like human-eating monsters. 
They'd go down to villages, snatching people up and gobbling them down. That kind of tale. Demons snatching up people is what this Onikokushi really means. They said that the curse and being demoned away happened together. What does that mean? I already knew about the mysterious deaths happening five years in a row, but I didn't know where there were people disappearing for those same five years. The curse and being demoned away happened together? First time I've heard of that. Is that how it is, my Barasun? That's what I wanted to know. I heard Rain and Mion talking. They said that if it really was Oyashiro-sama's curse, they, then both the curse and demon away would happen. Oishi-san began hemming and hawing on the other end of the receiver. Maybe something about that came to mind. My Baro-san. Do you know the first incident? The murder by dismemberment? Yeah. One of the six perpetrators is still on the run, right? Hypothetically. What if he isn't on the run, but was a demon away? Huh? It was an outrageous hypothesis from Oishi-san. The incident four years ago was the particularly ghastly one. The police already knew the perpetrators, so they posted tons of wanted posters with his face on them. They staked out various locations and investigated every possible escape route he had. But after four years, there wasn't even a hint of where he might be, unless the police were completely incompetent. Even if it was an outrageous hypothesis, I couldn't simply laugh it off. Then what about the incident the next year? The man who supported the project and his wife both died in an accident. Well, actually, it was only the husband who died in an accident. His wife's body never surfaced. Unless we find the body, then it's considered a missing person by law. At the time of the incident with the river below, the cliff being muddy rapids, the police divers had searched every branch off the main stream of the river for dozens of miles, but in the end, they weren't able to find her body. But that's just them not being able to find the body. She's still dead, right? Isn't it different from her being demoned away? We cannot say someone is dead without their body. Until a certain number of years passed by law, she's treated as still alive. I'm not sure if it was right to call that being demoned away. The wife is missing. At least that part was reality. How about the third year? The Shinto priest died of illness, and his wife committed suicide. My son. That's actually the exact same scenario. The wife had supposedly thrown herself into the bottomless marsh deep in the forest around Hinamizawa, meaning a false circumstantial evidence. They simply found her suicide note in front of the marsh. A diver was able to recover a few remains, but they weren't able to find a body. The investigative headquarters believe that she had faked her death and was still alive somewhere. I'm not sure if we could call the, all these cases as being demoned away. It's just as you've said, every year one person does go missing. The incident this year, the woman with Tomotaki's son has gone missing. Then what about the incident with the housewife beaten to death? Who went missing? I believe the perpetrator was caught, right? Yeah, we arrested him. He was just a miscreant with a record of narcotics abuse. He admitted to the crime while being questioned about a different incident. But, well, you see, after he was arrested, a child from the victim's home went missing. It's still under investigation as to whether the disappearance had anything to do with the crime. But you said you caught him, right? 
Did he have an accomplice? No idea. It's considered a separate case. Moreover, we can't even check now, because while under investigation, that man, he died in his holding cell. He swallowed a spork and choked to death. It's not known whether it was an accident or suicide, meaning for the last five years, there's always one person who dies and one who goes missing. That's about right. No, actually, I'm surprised as well. I never realized that they had that in common. I couldn't believe that this could help us lead to the closing of those incidents. It was just something that had they had in common. Could it be that those demon away have something in common? Oishi son mumbled as he seemed to be thinking about it. So I summarized the events. The first year was the dam employee. Second year was the wife of the dam project supporter. Third year was the wife of the Shinto priest. Fourth year was the victim's family's child. And the fifth year was the victim's girlfriend, I guess. And it doesn't seem like there, there's anything that connects them. With the ex- ex- exception, ugh, with the exception of the first year, wives and girlfriends, those who stand out. It does seem like there are a lot. Then that means the fourth year's victim's child was different. It would have really stood out if it were all married couples, except it's not just married couples, but parents and children as well. Come to think of it, I believe Tomotaki-san also told me the younger brother is alive and has moved, if I recall correctly. The child that went missing in the fourth year, who were they? Apparently he was quite mature, one year older than you. His name was Satoshi Hojo-san. Huh? Satoshi? I remembered that name. Didn't they tell me Satoshi transferred out last year? He was at your school up until last year. Didn't they tell you anything about him? Come to think of it, when I transferred in, I believe they said my seat belonged to a recent transfer student. Then where I sat once belonged to the one who was demoned away. It was his seat. I recalled the cold sensation that came from that desk. It made my hair stand on the end. This string and mysterious desk. No. Oh, Yashiro Osama's curse. I now knew how it connected to me. That chilling sensation. It was the feeling of Oh, Yashiro Osama caressing the back of my neck. Oh, Yashiro Osama's curse, huh? Could Oh, Yashiro Osama's curse really exist? In all honesty, I was beginning to believe it. And I was scared. That was why I wanted to say it was a plot crafted by man and not the work of a curse. But the more I dug into it, the less likely that seemed. No, the more I dug, the more mysterious it became. If I kept digging eventually, I'd reach the point where I'd learned something I really shouldn't know. To either be none the wiser or to seek an answer I may regret, which one would I be happier with? Maybe it'll be me next time. My execution could only be delayed for one year. That was when I remembered. Reina. Reina said she may be the next victim of the curse. You mean Reina Ryugasan? She transferred in last year and she's your classmate, isn't she? These incidents really might be a bit too disturbing for a girl. She's not just scared, is she? It wasn't that. She said it might be her next. She said it in a way that made me think she had a concrete reason behind it. It felt like she was convinced. Almost as if, um, you could say... She was frightened, her sudden change in demeanor. 
that someone who looked like Raina but wasn't Raina, that might be unrelated. All the strange things that I felt from Raina today came back to me. I see. Then I'll be doing a bit of investigating on the singe. Please continue your observations of Ryugu-san, my Vara-san. Are you asking me to keep Raina under surveillance? That's not what I mean, my Vara-san. I just want you to watch out for your friend so she doesn't end up the next victim. At that moment, just as my mouth was agape because I was so impressed with his mature, clever way of words. Knock, knock. A sudden knock on my at the door sent my heart racing. In an instant, I had pointlessly covered up the end of the receiver. Keiji, get the door, please. On the other side of the door, I heard my father's oddly upbeat voice. What could it be? It's so late. Sorry, my dad just came in. Can we leave it at this for tonight? Yeah, my apologies again for calling so late. If you find out anything else, please let me know. I'll tell you if I make any progress on this end. Well, then have a pleasant evening. Keiichi, hurry and open up. Daddy's got his hands full. What is Dad doing? I'd stayed in the same position while on the phone the whole time, so my joints were aching. When I opened the door, I saw my father was standing there with the tray. On that tray, cookies and two cups of black tea, a fairly fancy spread for our household. There was even sugar and lemon slices on the side, everything you could ask for. This was quite the show of hospitality. What's going on, Dad? What's all this for? Come on now. Don't play around, Keiichi. I'm coming in. Dad was in high spirits and had a smirk on his face. But for my entire life, I've never seen him act this hospitable. What had gotten into him? So, what were you talking about? I jumped. It's not... Sorry. It's not something I had to keep from my father. But how could I explain to him I was talking to a detective? I'm assuming he was this late at night. Nothing much. Just a friend. I didn't mean the phone. She was here, wasn't she? Rinochan. She wasn't here. Come now, don't try to keep it from me. She just came over to play. You two were chatting away, so I thought I'd bring you some tea, but looks like I just missed her. I had no idea what Dad was talking about. But a cold sweat dripped down my back. How, how long were we talking? Raina-chan went upstairs about half after, so it was close to an hour, I guess. You saw her come up to the second floor? Yeah, I did. I also told her that your room was down the hall up the stairs. Raina came to my house about an hour ago. Dad met her at the door and called out to me on the second floor. I probably didn't hear him because I was so focused on my conversation with Oishi-san. I didn't reply, but he knew I was in my room, so he had her come inside. And then told her my room was on the second floor. She thanked my dad and went upstairs. Then about an hour passed. She passed by my dad just as he was bringing up tea and left. She came upstairs and about an hour passed. Then passed by my dad and returned home. Then after she came upstairs and until she left, where was Verena? There's only a short hallway between my room and the stairs, meaning Raina had, for about an hour, in the hall, 
No, she couldn't have been standing in front of my door all that time. The door to my room wasn't particularly thick. You could easily hear everything being said inside. All of the ominous things and all the nonsense I spoke to Oishi-san about being rushing through my head. Honey, don't tease him. More importantly, you need to clean up your studio. It's a mess again. Mom yelled up to Dad from downstairs. Dad left the tray with me and went downstairs with the disappointed chortle. I followed my dad out of the room with my eyes, but I looked down at the floor around the doorway where Raina might have stood all this time. Just now, as I was talking to Oishi-san, with my back turned, Raina was standing a mere six feet away the whole time. All that time in this dimly lit doorway. What did she see? What did she hear? For what reason? As the steam from the two teacups ominously wafted and twisted, the aroma of black tea filled my room. I know this episode's a bit short today, guys, but we're going to end it here, okay? I hope you enjoyed that thrill-seeking chapter. (laughs) See you in the next episode. Bye.